0: Good day, everybody. My name is Dennis Curtis, and this is the Clean Soul Podcast. You can also listen to my audio podcast. This one uh, will be on audio also at thecleansoul.org or at your favorite podcast provider. Today's title is Boot Camp. Yeah, I'm going to talk about Boot Camp, but it's spiritual boot camp that I want to talk about, spiritual training. God wants us to grow up in Christ. He doesn't want us to remain as a child. He wants maturity to come about. In Acts chapter 2, we learn that we are in the last days. And so for the last 2,000 years, we're in the last days compared to all uh, time uh, since God created. These are the last days. But in Matthew 24, when they're talking about the last days, Jesus says, then the end will come. So we are getting close to that. If we read through the Bible and the last day information and revelation, we see many things happening. Now, I'm not saying I know the day or the hour, of course not, but I am saying that we are getting close to the end, and we need to keep our eyes open and keep our eyes fixed on Jesus, because in the last days, there's a couple things that happened. Great deception comes upon the world and persecution of those who are faithful to Christ. So I want to make three points. Point number one, I want to talk about the judgment seat of Christ. A lot of people don't like talking about the judgment seat of Christ because we've been saved. We've been saved from the great white throne judgment. We're not going to go to hell. We're not going to go to the lake of fire. We are going to always be with Christ. But there is a judgment for us who are in the body of Christ. And the reason I want to bring that up, I want to stir up inside of us. And as I studied for this, it sure stirred it up inside of me. I want to stir up a heart devotion to God. If we love the Lord, we are going to be devoted to him. And I want to talk about our future with him. Point number two, I want to review the basic training topics that Hebrews talks about. And number three, I want to talk about repentance. So let's get started. The judgment seat of Christ, 2 Corinthians 5.10. For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ, so that each of us may receive what is due us for the things done while in the body, whether good or bad. So we have a couple of points here. We must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ. And I'm not talking about the great white throne judgment. We're saved I'm talking about the judgment seat of Christ and we will receive things, a reward or, and I'll get into it here in a second, or we'll suffer loss for the things that we did while in the body of Christ. This is, we're not saved by doing these things. We're doing these things because of our devotion to Christ. Now we have to think about Jesus. Jesus becomes a man. God Almighty, the Word of God, becomes a man. And he comes to this earth, and he teaches us, and he loves us, and he tells us the ways of the Father. Then he is taken by mankind, and he is beaten, falsely accused. His beard is pulled out. They put a crown of thorns on him, They whip him to shreds and then they stick him on a cross for a for a cursed death. And then God takes all the sins and he pours those sins out on Christ. And in Isaiah 52, 14, it says that his body was marred beyond recognition. That's because the sin and the disease that came upon him on the cross and then God turned away from him because of the sin. This is the price that Jesus paid for us. And so this is not a cheap price. It's an eternal, all expensive price. It's beyond expense. And we now are going to build our lives on Jesus Christ. Jesus told us if we build our life on his word, we're building our house on the rock. But if we build our life not on his word, then we're building our house on sand and storms are going to come and they're going to wipe that house out that was built on sand. The only houses that will survive, the only lives that will survive are those who are built on the rock of Jesus. First Corinthians chapter three, verses 12 through 15. If anyone builds on this foundation using gold, silver, costly stones, wood, hay, or straw, their works will be shown for what it is, because the day will bring it to light. It will be revealed with fire, and the fire will test the quality of each person's work. If what has been built survives, the builder will receive a reward. If it is burned up, the builder will suffer loss, yet will be saved." even though only as one escaping through the flames. Now, this has like three sections here, so let's break it down. Number one, we have a foundation that builders are building on. The foundation, and if you look right there in uh, chapter 3, First Corinthians, the foundation is Jesus Christ. And that foundation is laid for us, as I just talked about. He rose from the dead and he has all authority and all power. And now we can be saved through faith. Now, I'm not talking about getting saved. I'm saying we are saved if our life is on the rock. But we're going to build our life. However, how much time we have in Christ, we're going to build on that foundation with gold, silver or costly stones. What does that mean? it is expensive. And I'm not talking about money. I'm talking about obedience to God. I'm talking about doing what God asks us to do. I'm talking about filling our heart and our mind with the Word of God so that we can be obedient to Him. Gold, silver, and costly stones, that means it's going to cost us. It's going to cost time. It's going to cost us to be obedient to the Holy Spirit instead of doing our own thing. And then we have wood, hay, and straw. I remember one time I was uh, speaking this word in a church, and I got uh, some wood, and I burn it, and some straw, and I burn it up, and then I had some fake gold and silver, and I put the flame over it, and it didn't burn. And that's the next thing that happens here. The day will bring it to light. And the day is the return of Christ. And uh, our works, the quality of our works, will be revealed by fire. And that's the judgment. So it depends on the quality of our works. We're going to be saved. The Bible says that. But we will suffer loss. We'll still be saved. But we'll come to the Lord with nothing in our hands. I want to come to the Lord, and with gold, silver, and precious stones, that type of work and that type of obedience to the Lord, not for salvation, got to make it clear, this is because of devotion to God. I don't want the flames to burn up my works. So that covers the first point, uh, the judgment seat of Christ. And I'm hoping that inside of us, that stirs us to say, hey, you know, this is pretty important. I'm going to live for Christ. Point number two, basic training documents. Hebrews 6, 1 and 2. Therefore, let us move beyond the elementary teachings about Christ and be taken forward to maturity, not laying again the foundation of repentance from acts that lead to death and of faith in God, instruction about baptisms, the laying on of hands, the resurrection of the dead, and eternal judgment. So as we look at this, God is calling us to maturity. In Hebrews 5, 14 through, uh, 11 through 14, the writer of Hebrews is telling the people, you are babes in Christ when you should be teaching about Christ. You're still Uh, on mother's milk instead of solid food. And God wants you to grow up, not remain an infant in Christ. So that's, uh, what these verses are saying here. And, and we have, um, the foundation of repentance that, uh, from works that lead to death. That's one. Faith in God. Now I already talked about faith in God in my last, uh, video and, uh, audio podcast. So God desires us to grow up in Christ, and one of the main topics is faith in God. And so go back to the last video or to my audio podcast and look at faith and God's voice. I do a a pretty in-depth talk about faith there. So important. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. The next is subject about baptisms the laying on of hands when we lay our hands on people, the resurrection of the dead, and eternal judgment. There's the topics. And we're going to go through some of these in my next uh, podcast. But let's talk about repentance. Repentance in Greek is metanoia. It's 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 a nice word. I remember when I was a kid, metanoia, or not metanoia, but repent was uh, not a godly thing, but it was like a fear thing. Repent. And, uh, you know, we would write it down and and it was on uh, posters and stuff, but it had nothing to do with God. It was uh, some sort of uh, yucky way at looking at repentance. But repentance is a very simple, good thing. It simply means to change your mind. Once you hear And you learn, you change your mind. And we do metanoia all the time in different aspects. But here in the Bible, this is the first word that Jesus used when he began his ministry. Repent. Repent. Metanoia. Change your mind. Why? For the kingdom of God is at hand. We're locked into the kingdom, the dominion of Satan. And God has brought the kingdom of God to us. So change your way of thinking repent for the kingdom of God is at hand. Now, this is not an easy thing all the time. Repentance takes humility. It takes uh, admitting when we're wrong. And that's not always easy to do. Hebrews 12, 1 and 2, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles and let us run with perseverance, the race marked out for us, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of faith. So we're to throw off the sin, We're the lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh, the pride of life, and all these things that are encompassed in these. We're to throw them off and place our devotion on Christ, knowing his word, following him, being obedient to the Holy Spirit so that we can grow up and that we can become warriors in the kingdom of God, obedient to God and helping other people come into the kingdom of God. So important. You know, there was people in my life that helped me grow up uh, in my maturity in Christ. Without them, I wouldn't be where I am today. And I'm thankful for them. Now I want to be that person helping other people out. If we skip down to verses 5 through 11 in Hebrews 12, it talks about being disciplined by the Father. Discipline is not an easy thing. It tells us to endure hardships as discipline. The Father is going to discipline us. He wants the character of Jesus in us. He wants the character of righteousness inside of us. And he uses the things of this world, the tough things, the trials of this world to bring forth the character of Christ. It's unpleasant, unpleasant to go through discipline. It's not easy, but the reward is righteousness. The reward is the character of Christ in us. So it is worth it. James talks about it this way in chapter one, verses two through four, consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance, let perseverance fix its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. Pure joy. Now I've been in trials and I remember this verse and I go, how can I have pure joy? Well, it starts small. You just thank God for the trials. You thank God for the pressure because you know that He is developing inside of you the character of Jesus. And as we thank Him, and we worship Him, and we bring praise to Him, then the things of this world are not so strong, and the things of God become stronger. And I begin to see that God is helping me through this, and joy slowly wells up, and I thank God for Him. First Peter 2.1 Therefore, rid yourselves of all malice and all deceit, hypocrisy, envy and slander of every kind. Convicting Hebrews 6.1. Let me read that again. Not laying again the foundation of repentance from acts that lead to death. Now, this caught my attention in this context. Repent from acts that lead to death. I started thinking about that pretty tough subject, but then I went to Acts chapter five and there was a guy named Ananias and Sapphira. Ananias and his wife witnessed other people as the church was being born. The Holy Spirit came. People were being saved by the thousands. They were being filled with the Holy Spirit speaking in tongues and God was on the move. And some people went out and they sold land and houses and they brought the money and gave it to the church so that the church could grow. But Ananias and Sapphira did something a little different. They sold some land, but then they came and kept part of it, part of the money back, part of the proceeds back. And they brought it to the apostles and said, this is all the money we got from the land. They wanted the credit That they were giving so much to the Lord. But Peter knew and the Holy Spirit spoke right away. They were lying to the Holy Spirit. They didn't have to sell the land and they didn't have to keep, uh, they didn't have to give all the money to the apostles. They could have kept some back and just said, you know, we sold some land and we want to give part of the proceeds to the church. Done deal. But they lied to the Holy Spirit and they both died. Right there, within just a few minutes of each other. 1 John 5.16 If you see any brother or sister commit a sin that does not lead to death, you should pray and God will give them life, abundant life. I refer to those whose sins do not lead to death. There is a sin that leads to death. I'm not saying that you should pray about that. There's sin that leads to death. So, of course, we don't want to do that. We want to live for Christ. We want to be obedient to Christ. But there is a sin that leads to death. And uh, we need to be repentant all the time so that we never get there. Jude warns us, and he gives us the example of the Israelites. So the Israelites were in slavery in Egypt. They were in slavery by man, just as we were in slavery by Satan and sin. They were in slavery in Egypt, and God brings them out with miracles, and God brings them out with a great uh, display of His power, just as He has with us. He has bring, brought us out and miraculous saved us. So now they go, uh, the Israelites go to the desert, and they rebel against God. They say, "We want this, and can you give us that? We want meat, and and then they." make a couple of idols. They make a couple of cows out of their gold. And they say, here is your gods. And these gods are going to take us back to Egypt. You see, they refused the goodness of God and they were not repentant. And they all died in the desert and God rose up their children to be obedient. As they saw everybody uh, around them who was dying, All, all the older folks died. So, I've covered the judgment seat of Christ, the basic training topics, and we went over uh, repentance. So, God has paid an enormous price for us in Christ. Jesus has paid the price. And now we are free from the dominion of Satan, and we are to grow in Christ and not remain babes, but grow in maturity and become obedient to the Lord and uh, mature in our relationship with him. Jude, in verse 3, he is strongly urging us to contend with intensity and determination for the faith, and that's what we are to do. And that's what I wanted to bring across today. I hope you've enjoyed this. Uh, Reach out to me at thecleansoul.org if you have any questions or comments.